Welcome to season six of Travel Stories Podcast. Tis the season. Can you say tis the season when it's not festive? Tis the season where we're following me, Hayden, around every country in mainland Europe on the motorcycle. I'm currently in, oh no, I should do the full intro, shouldn't I? If you are in, mm, if you're in Munich, let me know. I'll come and hang out. It'll be fun. If you are, that was a quick one. If you are in, let's see, Reading, and you're on the train from work, and you're thinking, man, I always buy a ticket, but no one ever checks it. Why do I buy a ticket? Next time, I'm going to not buy a ticket. But then, obviously, that time, someone will come and check it. And I'll have to say, oh, I've bought a ticket every day for the last three years. And they won't believe you. That's the problem, you see. Then I would invite you to join me. I am currently, as you can probably tell by the audio quality, I am currently in Munich Airport. And so we're going to have a little look around Munich Airport. Oh, here we go. Join our team. Gesucht. Is that we need? We're searching for? Gesucht, I think. Uh, outfit Berater. <laughs> I used to speak pretty good German, but Outfit Berater, is that like someone walks into the store and then you're just like, mate, what are you wearing? And just start berating their outfit. I suppose that would work pretty well for a clothing store. So yeah. So we're having a little look around Munich Airport. I reckon during all this recording, we're going to see quite a lot of it. Quite a lot of it. German's a weird, German's not a weird language, but I have a weird kind of thing with German where it's like, because I used to know quite a lot of it, it's like it comes flooded. Like I see words and I still know what they mean, but it, like to talk it would be difficult, I think, you know? But yeah, I enjoy German grammar though. It's like if you do the past perfect, I think, tense, it's like I have da 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 go something, you know? <laughs> And then you got reflexive verbs like you must, something, 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 you know, verb in the infinitive. But uh, <laughs> I digress. Always getting busy here. So, like I said, I'm in Munich. Last time I talked to you, I was in, where was I? Budapest? Potentially? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was. I totally was. I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, oh man, yeah. A thing happened. Uh, it was just as I was checking out. I posted it on my Instagram. Uh, I got a message. Did I take it? I'll see if I took a picture of it. Because it was the weirdest message ever. Hold on. Check this out. Check this out. Right. So here's me checking out right, of, the, uh, of the hotel I was in. Where is this message? Oh, no, I don't have it because it was an Instagram story. But um, yeah, and it's like, hey, I, it was like I came last night to, I was sent to entertain you but uh but something 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 and if you uh if the people come then tell them that you're something like tell them that that you're not living uh so we don't get fined <laughs> and I'm, i just sent a message back i don't understand <laughs> and that was it and it turns out right found out because the bloke came the bloke checked me in he came and um he had sent this girl Right now, <laughs> I put this on my story. I was like, for some reason, I kind of give off a send a girl to my room to entertain me vibe. <laughs> when really the vibe I was trying to send off was, oh, what did I say? Uh, was I've come here 
solely for sleeping purposes, and I will be doing that shortly. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a bit weird, but there you go, Budapest, summed up. Oh, it's getting a little loud here. I'm just going out. Oh, it is loud here. I'm just going outside, you see. So there's like, there's like an outside bit in the middle of Munich Airport, and it's what have we got here? Conference center, a big old Macca's, McDonald's. Man, there's a lot of stuff here. This is like a massive airport, which kind of makes sense because it's nowhere near Munich. It's like a 45 minute train or something to Munich. It's crazy. Anyway, I digress yet again. So I was in Budapest and then from there, I did some mad riding, man. I did six hour days, seven hour, eight hour, nine hour rides, you know, full days like, and it was a lot of going a hundred as well. A lot of going a hundred. Because like, there's no one on the road and the people that are on the road are going 100. So it's like, well, everyone else is doing it. <laughs> so I ended up then in, I got to Prague, right? In the old Czech Republic. And hold on, I wrote some notes because I can never remember what I did. This is the problem, you know? I can never remember what I did. So I wrote some little notes. I wish everyone would be quiet. Do they not know I'm recording a podcast here? So I went to Prague, right? And... You know those days when like everything, everything works well. Ooh, a minute. I'm in a little revolving door. This is scary, I don't like it. There we go. Right, so you know those days when everything goes well, right? And so I got to Prague and when I checked in, she was like, hey, so you, you booked the 14 bed room. I was like, that's a lot of beds, but yeah, no worries. And she goes, all right, well, uh, I got a bit of good news. I said, go on. She goes, oh, we've upgraded you to the, to the six bed. I was like, oh, sound, yeah, wicked. So that was a good start. And then I went out, see what restaurants they had, you know, see where I could eat, you know. And um, walking down this road, it's like Mexican food. I'm like, whoa. Then it's like Vietnamese food. I'm like, oh, my favorite. <laughs> I keep walking, it's like vegan Vietnamese place. I'm like, what? And so that was amazing. And just, you know, like, like when things just, well, I've talked about this before quite a lot. But when something good happens, like it tends to pile up. And that's kind of because you're, in a sense, looking for it, you know? And that's what happened. But then, <laughs> um, <laughs> but then the next day, right? The next day, I went back to that six bed room, which is a nice room. And there was a, there was a couple there. A girl was Russian, the bloke was from Florida, I think. And, so, and he was living in Russia, teaching England, which is totally cool. And, man, I need to stop walking so fast. Yeah, and the, uh, the girl, she hated flies. Hated them, right? And so there was like two flies and, and she had to kill them before she went to sleep. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, never go to India, right? <laughs> and, uh, but then what happened the next day, right? Before they came back, I went back to the room and the window had been left open, <laughs> right? And there was, I mean, we're talking... 200 flies, something like that, at least. They were big, they were like those flying ants as well. They were, oh man, they were crazy. And uh, they were everywhere. There was like clusters of them that looked like, I don't know, little honeycombs, you know? <laughs> and, so, and I was like, she is not gonna like this. But I was kind of fine with it, you know? It was me and this Colombian bloke. And, uh, and like, you know, we turned the lights off and of course we were on our phones and computers like, and the flies love the, uh, the light. So they were just 
they were everywhere, man. It was crazy, but I was kind of dealing with it, you know. And then the Colombian guy goes, right, we need to do something about this. Right? I've literally just turned back on myself and I'm walking the other way. Now I look crazy. You know, when you turn back and you've got to do that thing of, oh, oh, I remember, I've got to go. You know, you've got to make a big display of it, otherwise you just look insane. <laughs> I didn't do that though, so I don't mind looking insane. But um, yeah, Colombian bloke was like, we've got to do something about this. I was like, yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> so we closed the window, <laughs> first off. <laughs> so it was a contained area, right? And then, oh man, it was, we, we killed them all. We killed them all. <laughs> I don't usually like killing flies, but uh, yeah, it was intense. And the thing that was so strange about it was they accepted death so easily. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to whack them with a shoe. You just kind of offer them the shoe, <laughs> you know, like, duke. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was intense, man. And so that room now, all the walls are just covered. It look, the walls look like the fur on a Dalmatian. Like, it was ridiculous. And then we kept on thinking we were finished, and then it kept on being more, and oh, it was intense. But it was fun. I enjoyed it, man. It was, it was kind of fun, getting like a little mission. Like, it was great, man. It was great. It's like uh, turning, turning bad things into fun experiences. I love that stuff, man. It was problem solving, is what it was. And we had a bond after that. You know, we'd been in battle. It's like we'd just been at war together, me and this Colombian bloke. It was great. <laughs> so then, uh, then in Prague, I met a couple of people, a couple of cool people. And I had this feeling, which I've, I haven't really come to terms with yet, but it's the feeling of, and I know people older than me, I'm 29, people older than me are going to think, come on, mate. But I had that feeling of feeling old, right? Feeling like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not the young generation anymore. Like, there's a generation below me now where they have all their things and I'm there going, what? <laughs> Turn that music down. Back in my day, you know, we had Spice Girls and Bewitched. Come on, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I was just chatting to a few. And uh, there was this group of 19-year-olds or something like that. And I learned a whole load of new words because they were into all the uh, political kind of what have you. So I learned a lot of new words, which was nice. But um, they, had, they had these ideas and they were, they were you know, they were kind of, they were ideas and, and these opinions. And I could see, like, and it's really hard to explain, but okay, so you know when you're 15, right? And you think, right, I know, I know about life. Come on, I've lived here 15 years. I know, I know what's going on. And then when you turn 18, you're like, man, I knew nothing back then. And then, <laughs> but, but you're like, but I know everything now. <laughs> and then you turn 20 and you go, man, me at 18. Oh, man. <laughs> and then 25. And then, right. And so this is a weird thing because like, I could tell that like, yeah, so this extreme opinion you have, it's like this, this girl was like, right, I don't, this is a different, different girl, not in the group. She was like, right, I don't believe in love at all. I think it, it I, what did she say? Uh, she was like, right, I think love is just, um, something to do with sex or something. It's just like uh, something like that, attraction or something like that. And I was like, I, I can see, like, I can see how you would get to that. And like when you think of dopamine and oxytocin, when you think of it like a chemical reaction and, and everything like that, I can see how you would reach that. But having such an intense opinion, like these are the things that will, that will shape your more moderate opinion. These are not the things to grasp onto. Do you know what I mean? And so, yeah, and I just, felt old 
I, I find myself saying, yeah, between the ages of 20 and 25 is such a massive leap in kind of your cognitive kind of reckoning and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, I just felt old. <laughs> but I kind of didn't mind. I don't know. It's maybe a little wisdom. You know, I didn't know a lot when I was 20, but now I'm 29. I know everything. <laughs> oh, man. So the reason I was in Prague <laughs> was I was there for the Harley Davidson 115th anniversary. Boy, was that fun. It was one of those things where you're there and, oh, am I going to get... Ooh, uh, I did that little dad run where you don't really run any faster, but it looks like you're running because I was going for this, this uh, what's it called? Little thing. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> uh, one of those little jobbies that you walk into and then it turnstiles you around. Anyway, so <laughs> what was I saying? Someone tell me what I was saying. Oh, man. Yeah, hardly ever to notice it. And it's fun. It's one of those things where you go, like, you stood next to the per you stood next to the person stood next to you, I guess. And you're like, what? Because you just can't hear anything because there's thousands of bikes, man. A lot like here, actually. There's a lot of noise there. I've gone outside again, back in the same place with the Maccas. I've literally walked in a circle. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, it was so fun, man. There was a stunt show. There was Harleys everywhere. Ah, it was just amazing. I was like, ah, oh, these, these are my people. You know what I mean? When you're with your people, like, I don't know. Cause there's, I really, I think you guys would probably agree with this, but I really like that feeling of being different. I think as travelers, we all have a little bit of that feeling. Cause it's like, well, this is the way that I'm told to live, but I'm going to live this way instead. Oh, I should get a mortgage. Should I? How about I just go to India instead? You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of like that feeling of, I'm different to you guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe that's a self-esteem thing, but <laughs> I like it. It's like, but then in that Harley place, it's like, these are my people. Like these people are traveling around on their bikes. You, see, you know, these people understand me more, you know? So it's kind of nice. And that's, that's actually what it's like in hostels. That's why you can develop such a strong friendship immediately, you know, and why, why you have these deep conversations because you immediately have something in common with them because they're traveling, you're traveling, you both have your different reasons, but that's what it is, you know? You're both doing it and so you both, oh, it's even louder in here. And so you both understand each other intrinsically, right? Man, it's crazy. Oh, there's a lot of people over there. So I've just walked into the other place where you like rent cars and that. There's a Bayern Munich fan shop, which leads me on to uh, the fact that it's not coming home. American listeners might not know what I mean by that. <laughs> the English ones are troubled by it. So uh, in England, we say football's coming home. I, I don't actually know what that means, uh, but <laughs> it means England are winning. But as of now, England are not winning before they lost last night. <laughs> the World Cup, this is. Anyway, so that was why I was in Prague. And then from there, we're going to get to here now. From there, I went to a place in Poland I cannot pronounce. And then on to Warsaw. <sighs> and then staying over at Warsaw with uh, this girl I met at Dubrovnik, Polish girl. And she's now looking after Gloria, who's in the rain, which I'm trying not to think about because it's making me sad. <laughs> and now I'm in Munich this morning at four, what was it? Four o'clock this morning. I left her place. 
And oh man, I think I had what, two, three hours sleep and 4 a.m. my alarm goes off. I go, oh man. And then I got on a flight at six. Oh, this is weird, right? I don't know, maybe this isn't weird. Maybe I just need to fly more. But like, so when I booked the flight, right, they didn't ask for any passport details. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll, you know, I've, I've seen that before. But then I got to Warsaw Airport, didn't have to show my passport to anyone, just the booking thing, you know. I don't know what it's called. And uh, <laughs> boarding pass, there you go. And so then I'm like, okay, well, maybe they'll check at Munich. So far, no one has checked my passport. Like, I could have forgotten my passport and still done this entire journey. Is that normal? It doesn't seem normal. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. But no one's checked my passport. Strange. Very strange. Anyway, so here I am in Munich. The reason I'm here is because I'm meeting up with my friend Charlie. She's coming here at like 4.30. And it's like 9 a.m., something like that. I got in at 7. And uh, so I'm, hang I'm literally in this airport all day now. All day. And we're here because we're going to go see the Descendants and Wilhelm Scream play a gig. It's gonna be fun. That's why I'm here. So today, that was just a quick 17 minute <laughs> recap of why I'm here. Oh yeah, it's a quiet bit over And so I thought today we'll uh, bust through some questions because yeah, there's been quite a few come through and I thought I'll get to them all. I'll get to them all. all right. Let's start this. How are you guys doing, by the way? Oh man, it's getting kind of warm. I might have to take my jacket off. <laughs> Why is that on a podcast? Anyway, <laughs> right, so let's start with, there's quite a few come in, quite a few. Okay, this one was a comment on a picture. It's from Southern Seclusion. That sounds delightful, like this. I'm imagining myself in like a, a field of wheat in, uh, Arizona. Do they have fields of wheat in Arizona? Seems like something they would have. Anyway, uh, where we are. Uh, just, uh, which ones? So there's two, so I'm trying to figure out which one's first. Ah, here we go. Uh, he says, she says, slash they say. Oh, Southern. Oh, I'm seeing, I think I'm seeing an Aussie flag. So anyway, uh, just found you, pal. I think I Googled idiot abroad on Harley. Love that. Right? I'm so glad that I come up with that. <laughs> Because that's that pretty much sums it up, really, doesn't it? Oh, I'm gonna go down this little thing. Excuse me, love. There we go. I'm on one of those things where you walk and it, it looks like you walk really fast, and you're like, "Wow, I'm walking so fast!" And then you get off the other end, and it's like, "Ah, oh, I'm just a mere mortal." These things are great. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going this way, and quickly. Right. Anyway, southern seclusion continues. Uh, where are we? Uh, love your ramblings. Thank you very much. Uh, your voice sounds as young as I feel. Oh, that's cool, man. I like that. I like that. Uh, we are exploring Australia and Southeast Asia when possible. Riding is such a blast. Man, two amazing places to go. Two amazing places. Southeast Asia, there's so many good points about it. Like, when you think of like the kind of check boxes of things that can be good in a thing, you know, it's like cheap, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, nature, amazing. You know, all the things you can tick off, good hiking, good food, like, you know what I mean? Like those check boxes. Southeast Asia checks a lot of them. Australia as well, apart from the cheap one. All right, where are we? <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the last podcast, thank you very much. Uh, ideas, hey, this is when I, um, I asked, what should we do for season seven? Because I'm not gonna be on this trip anymore, right? 
should you really go there? Question mark. Uh, I don't know. Should I? I don't know. It depends what ideas you have. Well, tell me. Have you been off road with your bike? Have you taken a wrong turn and end up ended up on a dirt road halfway up a hill and run out of commitment? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I wasn't halfway up. I was halfway down, which you kind of. <laughs> so this was in Slovenia, and it was like I was trying to get to this camping place, right? And it was down this kind of uh, like this trees kind of covering like a canopy of trees, and it was like this kind of dirt road. Like I mean, just it was it was a walking path basically, and I was like, I can get down there. <laughs> got halfway through and it got super steep and I'm like this bike is not meant for this <laughs> my tires I've got Avon Cobras in it, on it and it, they're not meant for it man and so I got halfway down and it's like well <laughs> I can either break and obviously go down <laughs> or just commit and so I was like I just hope that there's not a big hairpin at the bottom and I just you have to give it a bit more beans higher gear you know what I mean and uh, yeah so Luckily, I got out of it unscathen, but um, yeah, that was not fun, not fun. But I don't do too, I don't do too much off-road stuff. We did quite a bit uh, with me and Linus, and that was, uh, yeah, a lot of just wishing it was over, <laughs> basically. Uh, it continues. Where are we? Uh, we love those roads in our bikes. Man, I bet you've got some good bikes for that type of stuff. Interested to hear any hairy stories you might have had. Since I'm a noob, let's know. Hey, yep, what's all this? Uh, since I'm a noob listener, you may well have several pods that cover this. Love your work. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, on the bike, let's see. Um, it's a lot of mountains, it's a lot of mountain riding, you know what I mean? And those are kind of, when you're on a hairpin on a mountain and it's like, it's steep and you're, you're turning quite slowly, that's always the part that gets you. That's always the part that's like, I have to commit to this. I mean, because the natural reaction, if you start to go, if you start to, you know, kind of, I don't know, wobble and kind of fall a bit, the natural reaction is to slam on the brakes and to put your foot down and stuff like that. But like, you have to override that and you have to slam on the accelerator, slam on the, uh, I guess it is the accelerator, yeah. The throttle, there you go. Slam that on and upright yourself. So yeah, I, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. It does get a bit hairy sometimes, eh? But those are the best stories. Like, what good's a story? If it's just like, hey, I rode here and then I got to there. Cool. <laughs> you know? Like I always say, that's just Wednesday, man. You know what I mean? Ooh, I've got to the end of this, this bit. Okay. There's an escalator, but it's coming down. So unless I want to do an old 1990s gladiator, I don't think I can do that. Oh, I'm in a parking place. I see. I've literally walked from one end to the other. And now I'm... Yeah, I'm going to go back the other, <laughs> the other way. Let's go on this little jobby. Yeah, walking fast. Okay, next question. This is from the underscore journey underscore media. And this is a comment on the uh, picture I posted about the transfagaration. I've still got it. Still got it. He slash she slash they say, I just listened to your podcast for the first time on iTunes. And you talked about how amazing this road was. So I had to check it out. It is amazing. Um, I recently did a motorcycle trip to Vietnam. That's a very good place to do a motorcycle trip. For a couple of months, I got to ride a section road they call the Dragon's Backbone. If you ever get the chance, you have to ride it. I hope you have a safe journey and keep up the awesome work on your podcast. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, so I, in Vietnam, I rode from down south in the Mekong Delta to Hanoi and then Ha Long as well on the east. 
But uh, I think the dragon's backbone, I think, if I'm remembering right, I think that's in like Sapa, that type of area. It's like kind of northwest, so I didn't go there, but I shall. I absolutely shall. Thank you for the, uh, for the recommendation, man. Oh, almost got on the wrong little, little road bit. Oh, they're in a little, little, uh, what do you call it? Little car. I wanna go on that. Oh. Okay, <laughs> next question. <laughs> okay. What do we have here? Okay, this is from Adam Situ. That's C-I-T-O-O. I'm going with Situ. He says, hey man, what's up? Nothing much, man, chilling in the airport. I'm listening to your podcast since a month now. I just love it. I'm based in Bratislava, Slovakia, which I actually, I'm gonna not go on the little walking thing now. Slovakia, yeah, I actually went just kind of right past Bratislava and it's like, man, I wish I was, I wish I didn't have to get to Prague because I would have loved to have gone there, but I'll be back, man. Uh, I'm planning a Euro trip from 16, 16th of July. There we go. Uh, I find your podcast very inspiring and I do really enjoy it. Keep it up and don't stop. Well, thank you very much. I will and won't. Uh, by the way, uh, the answer to your question, where did I slash we find your podcast? I found it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, wish to the best. Cheers, matey. But yeah, I find a lot of you guys have been saying that. Apple Podcasts seems to be where you're finding it. Well, thank you very much for the information. That's cool, man. That's cool. And uh, yeah, let me know about your trip. Tell me what's going on. Keep me in the loop, man. Keep me in the loop. This next one is from... Oh, God, we can do this. I'm going to have to stop walking to read this. Vi... Oh, man, I can't do this. V-A-I-C-I-I-T-S. How would you... Vice it. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Hayden, just listened to your latest podcast and heard that you're going to go to Warsaw later. I guess after coming back from Munich, you're going to Baltic countries. Uh, the opposite, actually. I've just been through all the Baltic countries. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, I'm in Munich now and then going back to Warsaw and then heading north. So I'll be going through, you know, uh, Belarus and Latvia and Estonia and all those places on my way up to Scandinavia, basically. But uh, yeah, today I am returning back home to Latvia. Oh, there we go. Uh, after one month of hiking and hitchhiking all over Norway. Nice. Uh, would be awesome to meet you in person if you're up for that. Anyway, if you need some information or help in Latvia, let me know. Man, you're on. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be in Latvia. When will I be in Latvia? A few months, something like that. So yeah, I'm 100% up for that. Let me know exactly whereabouts you are. And uh, yeah, I'll make a stop. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right, next one. I told you there's a lot. <laughs> next one. Oh man, this jacket is getting... I'm gonna have to take this jacket off. This is getting crazy. Right. <clears throat> the underscore loft says, Hey, Lee. Yeah. Like what people call me, Lee. Chris from Vancouver, Washington, USA. Is there another Vancouver in Washington? I get the... Well, I know Vancouver's in... Canada. Almost said Canada then. Um, better known as Portland, Oregon. Oh, now I'm really confused. Now I'm super confused. Um, <laughs> Hipster Town, USA. Yes, Portland. Yeah. You would love it. Are you, what are you saying? What are you saying, man? You're saying I'm a hipster? Is that a bad thing? I don't even know. But uh, yeah, I've seen Portlandia. <laughs> Cacao. I know what it's about. It's, uh, it seems like it seems like one of those places, man. There's a fair few of them, you know? It's like uh, kind of, uh, it's a bit like Melbourne, I suppose. 
and uh, I've heard Berlin is kind of like that as well. There's kind of, there's pros and cons. <laughs> it's like, you can get a good coffee, even though all coffee tastes the same to me. And, uh, and I, well, most of the time they like good music, which is cool. I like a bit of the synthwave stuff myself. But um, yeah, cool. I've just closed that. Let me find it. Where are we? Ah, here we are. Uh, I've been listening to. I've been listening for four seasons. Yes, loving that man. And you look nothing like I imagined. I, man, that I get that a lot. Right when people have heard the show and then they see a picture or video or something like that, they say you look nothing like I imagined. And obviously, the question then is, what do you think I look like? What do I sound like? I look like because I know I know the feeling that you mean. I've listened to podcasts before, and it's like. Well, this guy obviously looks like this. You paint a picture in your brain, you know? But then you see him and you're like, that's the guy? Like, what? <laughs> but for anyone that uh, is, I want to know what you're imagining. That's what I want to know. That's my question to you guys this week. What do you think I look I was just about to ruin it. But no, actually, because you already have something in your brain. So what is that? And now I'm going to tell you what I actually do like. I don't know. Um, I've got uh, an arm full of tattoos. I've got a lot of tattoos, basically. And a big old beard right now, partially due to laziness, but it's a giant beard. And then, um, I don't know, kind of a mohawky mullet, <laughs> I guess. It's a, it's a hairstyle I invented. <laughs> it's a cross between a mohawk and a mullet, so that would be a molet. But then, if you look at it like a French word, it's a mole, which I just think sounds cool. So yeah, I'm rocking a mole, and uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> But yeah, let me know, man. That's, that's crazy. Anyway, it continues. Uh, either way, I used to work in manufacturing in a metal box. What does that mean? Manufacturing in a metal box. I don't, hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, where are we? Your podcast inspired me to get the heck out of there. And now I drive a service vehicle outdoors and meet cool people every day. That's badass, man. I love that. Because, yeah... I mean, it's, I always think like, yeah, you know, deliveries or something would be a good job for me because it's just me by myself listening to music all day. Sounds amazing. But that would get like, you'd like to meet a few cool people whilst you're doing your job. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that sounds badass, man. Uh, where are we? Maybe I haven't made it to travel yet. But this weekend, I'm throwing a dart and a map and I'm going to go. Love that, man. I've always wanted to do that. I just never have. So, man, that's amazing. You realize that if it lands in the middle of the ocean, you do have to go there. That's the rule of the dart. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, you have to go where it lands. I've just realized how tired I sound right now. Like I said, two or three hours sleep. It's early. Anyway, <laughs> but that's badass, man. Let me know where it, where it lands and, uh, and what your journey's like, man. That's cool. Uh, it continues. It's my way of testing the waters. That's a... Man, that's jumping into the deep end, that is. Well, probably literally if it lands in the ocean. I'm in another one of those revolving things. Why are they so slow? All right, here we go. Oh, a bit of outside. There you go. What's all this? Let's go. That way looks interesting. All right. There's a lot of people smoking here. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, P.S. Love walking and talking with Lee. Hey, <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. This is what you're, yeah. Some guy is putting a bottle of water over the boot of his car. Don't know why he's doing that. Um, <laughs> this is what's happening. I'm at the taxi rank. The taxis here are like a strange cream color. That's really odd. Anyway, 
the sounds of the, the real sounds of birds and cars. There we go. I don't mind the audio, but I would love more of that. Well, here you go, man. Here you go. You can have this. I hope the audio is a little better in this one. We're not in some type of weird storm. So there we go. I'm going to I really want to go somewhere I'm not allowed. Where is that? Let's go into the car park. There's a no entry sign. Yeah, let's go in here. Because, I mean, if we've learned anything off travel, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is obviously the way to go. Right, where are we? Uh, and more music by you. Yeah, I'll sort that out, man. I'll sort that out. I'll get some more of that. I need, some, I need to be camping more so I can play some guitar and stuff like that. Uh, whatever you do, I follow you because you're entertaining and reliable. Well, is that true? <laughs> Ooh, echo here. No, that's not like it. Are you reliable? Mm. <laughs> Missed a couple of weeks, but yeah. But thank you. I appreciate that. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you very much, man. That's a really nice message. Thank you very much. I will. I will keep up with it. Yeah. This next one is from Robert.Gallant. Gallant Robert. My name is King Robert. I am Gallant. Man, people should use the word Gallant more. That's brilliant. Right, where are we? Hey. Hey, Rob. Gallant Rob. Started listening to your podcast while hiking the Appalachian Trail. Did the little pause there while, you know, while my brain kind of, I know that word, right? Uh, on the other side of the pond. Yes, it is. Uh, I have been able to relate to many of the things you've been talking about to my trip. Uh, I added in a two. See, I feel bad now. I added in a two because I thought it was a, it was a, you know, kind of typo, and he missed off the two, but he didn't, and I ruined the sentence. I apologize, gallant Rob. I must, <laughs> I must have not respected your gallantness. I'm sorry. Uh, where are we? Having freedom to explore and find new adventures is just what keeps me sane. Yes, I added in the word just. Why? Oh, it's because it's in the next sentence. Why can't I read? When did I stop learning how to read or stop being able to read? Anyway, I know you're right, man. Finding new adventures is just, is, I did just again, is what keeps me sane. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I mean, my mind immediately went to the kind of scientific there. It immediately went to, well, adventure equals dopamine equals, yeah, keeping you sane. That kind of works. But I think it's more than that, man. I think we have, maybe, I, maybe I'm just talking about myself here, but I think a lot of us have this existential question in the back of our minds, whether that be why am I here or how long have I got or why is it not longer than that or what am I going to do with my time or am I going to be proud of what I've achieved? Any of these existential questions. And I think a lot of the time, especially with people, this doesn't really, this doesn't just come down to travel, but I think a lot of the time people push that to the back and they go, ah, it's not that I've got stuff to do, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got to get to work, man, you know? So it's, I think it's, I think a lot of us, us <laughs> comparatively compared to the, um, uh, maybe non-travelers. I think we think about that stuff more. Am I right? You know, I think we think, well, I don't have that long, which is true. Or maybe I do have that long and I can fit some more stuff in, you know? It's like, whatever, whatever it is, travel is a good answer to that question, or at least a good jumping off point, you know? Because like I always say, it's one of the best ways to find yourself, as they say, and find out who you are, find out what you want, find out where you want to be, find out all these questions, you know? I don't know what you even said, but <laughs> yeah. Where are we? Uh, just curious if you have had to go out of your way, as in schedule specific times, to record your podcasts, or does it just happen naturally and find yourself having naturally occurring breaks where you can record? 
Yeah, the first one. I definitely have to schedule it because otherwise I will miss it. <laughs> because it's weird because I said because a lot then. Some weeks, right? Like with last week's episode, some weeks a lot has happened. And it's like, you know what I mean? A lot has happened. Some weeks, not a lot has happened, such as this week, which is why I bring in some more questions, you know? Oh man, I'm walking up a hill. I am getting old. I am getting old. I'm, I'm, it's only a little hill, but jeez. Okay, we can do this. I might just have to, oh, I might just have to lean on this tree here. <laughs> oh, yeah, leaning on a tree. God, I'm old. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, scheduling time to record does have to happen. It's uh, like, today is Thursday. The, I mean, if you listen to this as it comes out, that's a helicopter now. Why can I never get good sound? Yeah. So, today's Thursday. If you listen to this as it comes out, uh, you're listening to me a couple of hours ago. So, But it's like, I thought, well, am I going to do this in the morning at Warsaw Airport? Am I going to do it here? And then I was like, oh, I'm here all day. I might as well do it then. It's like figuring out where it goes is definitely a thing. And it's, it's like, do I want to stay in a hostel tonight? Maybe there's not uh, a good place to record. You, know? it's, you do have to consider it, I think. You do have to consider it. And... I don't know. I wish, hmm, I wish I kind of didn't care as much about the audio quality, which I know is, is ironic given that I'm recording this whilst walking and what have you. But uh, yeah, because that does change it. Because I'm like, I don't want it to sound terrible, you know? I don't want it to be in a restaurant or something, you know what I mean? Like, I have no problem looking insane by talking into a microphone, you know, around people, but it's, it's just the sound thing. But yeah, anyway, uh, it continues. Gallant Rob continues. Uh, I am hoping to do some video about the trip, but I find that it's hard to find the time to film. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'll uh, get onto that actually. Yeah, so I found that with my with my mum, right? So we were we were recording the, uh, the her trip to Rome, right? And so I had the GoPro and stuff like that. And it was it changes it, man. It changes it because it's like. You go to a place and you're like, well, this would be a good shot, as opposed to what you may think if you weren't filming. You know, it kind of, kind of takes you out of it a little bit. Like that, that's the trade-off, I think. You get something at the end and it's a good recording and stuff like that, but it's like you're less, you're less there and you're more thinking, that would be a good piece of B-roll footage. You know what I mean? It makes it a different thing. So it's, it's tough to say do it or don't do it because, like I said, it's a trade-off. But yeah, it is tough to to get that time to film. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to be just filming 100% of the time and not being there, but also you want to get some quality films. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. It is kind of, it is kind of tough, man, but, but totally doable. It's like, you know what I mean? And I think uh, one of, uh, some of my friends, Kyra and Nate, they're, um, they were on the show actually, or Nate was, and they're YouTubers. You should go check them out. Kyra with a K and Nate, they're badass. And so uh, one of the pieces of advice they gave me was, because um, I was thinking about filming, one of the pieces of advice was, don't just film everything, because then you have to edit everything. They said, if you see something that you go, this is definitely gonna make, make the cut, then film it. Otherwise, probably don't, you know? Because, I mean, say you make a 10 minute video from a week long thing, you don't have to be filming a lot, you know what I mean? So it's like, most of the time, just be there. But then when it's like, oh, I can't afford to miss this bit, then film it, you know? 
that's some of the advice I was given anyway. I'm just getting out of this wind. God damn it. Why is it always wind? Right, here we are. Continues to say, uh, anyways, keep up the awesome work. Just know that I am listening to you, living your dream while I am living mine. Man, how badass is that? How cool is that that we get the opportunity to do this? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's something to be grateful for. It's something to be grateful for. And like, if, if for example, you're not living your dream or doing what you want or you're doing things you don't want to do or anything like that, just know that, and does it sound good or bad, but like, know that you can. And you could take that in a bad way because it's like, well, I can, but I'm not. What does that say? That's, that's a question that could be asked, but I, I wouldn't go there. I just think, well, I can, therefore I will. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, I think it's a better way of thinking about it, but it is 100% possible. And there are thousands of people that are listening to this that are traveling at the moment, if that's what their dream is. There are thousands of people listening to this that are you know, spending six months in work and then spending six months travel. There, there's countless different ways that people are doing it, but the point is that they're doing it and they've found a way. Because there is a way. Regardless of your circumstance, there is a way. 100%. You know what I mean? I mean, even people that travel free. It's, I mean, there is a way. That's all I want to say about that. So thank you for the question, uh, gallant Rob. <clears throat> right. This one is from Nerd with a Guitar. Love that. Love that. Isn't that how we all are in our teenage years? Uh, so he says, hey, Hayden. Hey. Started listening to your travel podcast today, and I found it inspirational. Thank you very much, man. Considering that I want to go out and see the world myself. So... I was listening to the episode where you were talking about helping people get out of a life that they don't want to be in and invited listeners to talk to you. So I figured, what the hell, made an Instagram page to send you a message and here I am. Wow, man, I appreciate that. I mean, not that it's difficult to make an Instagram page, but it's like, man, that's awesome. I appreciate that, man. Thanks. Where are we? Uh, I want to be anywhere but where I currently am. Okay, so this is, this is a jumping off point. This is oftentimes, or sometimes at least, the first kind of foray? No. The, the first kind of thing that happens that pushes people into this life or into the life that they want to be in. You know, it's like, the, well, the, it's kind of like addiction <laughs> in the way that the first uh, step is admitting that you have a problem. So the first step of changing your circumstances is admitting, well, not really admitting, but saying and knowing that you don't like your current one. That's, that's the way to change it. So you're on step one, man. Step one is a good place to be. You've got some steps in front of you. They're all going to be fun if you go into it with an open mind, with a, with a positive mind. And you'll just plow through a man and then you'll go, man, I remember back when I was in step one. That was, that was a long time. I was just nerd with a guitar back then, you know. Now I'm traveling nerd with a guitar. <laughs> I'm going back inside now. You can probably tell. There we go. So, yeah, that's badass, man, being on that first step. Right. He continues. So he wants to be anywhere but where he currently is. I've lived in Texas all my life. Cool. Okay. There's a lot of people, like I said, in that same, in that same position. So where are we? And there is also the opposite side of that is appreciate where you are, etc. A lot of people go to Texas as a holiday destination. It's a very big place. There's a lot to discover in Texas, etc. But I know the type of mind frame you're in at the moment. It's I need to be out of here, <laughs> you know. So where are we? Uh, I've even lived in the same house for all my life. Uh, but now it's time for a change. 
Okay, there's a woman trying to talk over me. I'm not going to leave my luggage. Why would I leave my luggage unattended? Why would I do that? Okay, it will be destroyed. It will be demolished. My luggage if I leave it unattended. Anyway. <laughs> right, where were we? Uh, it's time for a change. Now I've got Motley Crue in my head. Uh, where are we? I want to get out of here. Uh, no, I want to get out there, out of here. I want to see new things. I feel stuck where I am, and I feel I need to get out of here to grow as a person. Yeah, I would say you don't need to, but it would definitely help. It definitely uh, kind of speeds that along, you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> it's weird. I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say you never really know that you've, well, how did he put it? Uh, well, grown as a person, but I was going to say you never really know when you've uh, arrived at I am this person now because it's like it's not like you think I'm still growing it's that you think right I have no more growth to do <laughs> and then you know that in two years after you've grown you go man I had so much growth to do it's like I was talking about earlier Ooh, there's a little alleyway here let's go here Ooh, I shouldn't be here Ooh, Fujitsu yeah I shouldn't be here this is great right where are we uh, so I've been planning to move, got a second job to save up more money, nice, and I've got a few options I'm thinking about. I love that you're attacking this head on. Where am I? Man, I shouldn't be here. This is great. Let's follow this. Where does it go? Hmm. Brandschutzstetzgeschlossenhalten. Uh, stop, right, obviously, halten. Geschlossen. Something past tense. Schloss, Schloss. I did used to know that word. I don't know what Brandschutzster is. There's a door at the end. Hmm. I'm going to continue walking. Yeah. Maybe that means, I mean, do not go in. Does it mean, it could mean big alarm goes off if you open this door. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. I oh, know, but this door's open. Okay, let's follow this. Right, uh, <laughs> you're listening to Hayden Lee walking around. Right, where are we? Uh, it continues. One of the places I'm thinking about going is England. And you're from England. Yes, I am. So I wondered if you had any contacts in England that need an extra hand and might be willing to help a 20-year-old out that wants to be anywhere but here. In order to actually move to England, I need a British visa since I'm a foreigner. That's true. Uh, and one of the ways I could get one if there's an employer in England willing to hire me. Yes, it's, it is a little more complicated than that. You'll find out, you know, it's like there's a lot of these other rules, like they've got to prove that they can't hire a, an English person for it or something like that. And there's, there's a lot of extra rules, but I do have more to say about that. Uh, I hope that you can help me out as simple as referring me to an employer willing to hire me. Thank you for taking the time to read this novel of a message. I want to be a novelist one day. I can't help myself from writing a lot. Sorry. No, no worries. And thank you for the inspiration and hope listening to your podcast. Uh, inspiration and hope listening to your podcast. To listening to your podcast provided me. Jesus, what can I read? Best wishes. Dylan. P.S. Sorry for the multiple messages. I had to break it up. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, so firstly, I would say that it seems like... It seems like you're approaching, and this kind of makes sense as well, but it seems like you're approaching travel in the same way that, it's going to sound offensive, but it's not, in the same way that Mormons, <laughs> it immediately sounds offensive, uh, approach relationships. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, right, this is the one. 
This is the one I'm going to go. I'm going to move here, move all my stuff there. I'm going to go, you know what I mean? And, oh, man, this does sound bad the more I think about it. But it's like, man, this does sound bad. But, <coughs> but um, yeah, everything I'm, trying to, everything I'm thinking about saying sounds bad. But like going out to other countries, uh, forget the metaphor, please. But <laughs> going out to other countries and like seeing what this one's about, going to the other one, seeing what this one's about. Like the question is, why England? I mean, there are a number of things like common language and, and stuff like that, but there's a lot of downsides, you know, it's just like everywhere. And so it's why do you know, how do you know rather that England is the place to be? Moving and uh, migrating is, is a long thing. It's, it's like a kind of difficult thing. I don't want to talk you out of it, but like, it's a long, difficult process. And it's like, you have to know that that's where you want to be. Like, do you want to be, do you want to go through this long, long process and then get, and be in England and go, man, now I'm just living in this other town working. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So I would say my advice, even though it seems to be maybe not the advice you're looking for, is, um, is I'd go about first. I'd, I'd go around everywhere. Go to Asia, go to South America. That's very easy from where, you're, from where you're living. And go check it out. Because it's not just the places that will change your mind. It's the people that you meet and the conversations that you have. You'll meet someone that's teaching English in Korea or going to teach English in Korea and then you'll say, man, that's, that's a pretty good idea. I mean, I could live there, I, can, I earn a wage and then I could probably actually save up a lot of money in six months or a year and then I could, from there, go, you know what I mean? And like people will have all these different backstories like, yeah, so, you know, I used to live here and then I went and, and kind of lived here for a while. I didn't pay anything because I was staying at this place and then and you go, oh, I could do that. And then during this, like you said, you're looking, this woman's trying to talk over me again. Do you, do you not know I'm trying to record a podcast here, woman? Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> You're just yelling at a computer. So, um, yeah, one of the things you said is you, you're striving for that growth, which is admirable, especially at your age, man. And uh, I think the biggest thing that will give you that growth isn't a migration. I think the biggest thing is, is travel and meeting that new people and, and hearing those new perspectives and seeing their ways of life because they will all kind of culminate in your way of life you know it's that's what i would recommend you know i'd recommend getting out there staying in hostels 100 percent. and hostels for americans sometimes sounds weird but it's the european way of life man and so yeah stay in hostels and talk to everyone and be on a mission to grow yourself and i think what i can see what i can see in your future I, I know I'm overly optimistic, but what I can see is you'll go out, you'll go traveling, you'll meet some people, you'll meet everyone in the world and you'll hear all these stories and then you'll go, okay, well, maybe I could do that. Okay, I'll add that into my vision. Okay, I'll add that. And you'll do all this. And after a few years of just traveling the world and just being free, taking your guitar with you, because, you know, who doesn't love the guy with the guitar on a beach? And uh, yeah, and then you'll, things change. So, ooh, there's another little alleyway. Things change so quickly, you know? And... There are things that you can do to raise the frequency of that change. And by frequency, I don't mean like a resonant frequency. I mean, literally how many times per second it happens, you know. So there are things you can do to raise that opportunity. And one of them, one of the best, is traveling around, man. And I can see you doing that for a few years, finding out who you are, having all that growth, and then going, right, I know what I want to do. I'm going to live here, right, for a bit. And then I'm going to become a novelist. That's what I'm going to do. Because I realized in, I'm still speaking on behalf of you here, apologize. But um, yeah, I've realized through all this travel that I've done that what I don't want to do is work in a place that I don't want to 
work and just live in the same place and just, you know, do that type of thing. I want to live the life I want to and I want to pursue my dream of being a novelist. And that is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to get inspiration through travel. That's what I can see for you, man. And to be honest, I don't think that a straight up migration is the best way to achieve that. I don't think so. So that's what I'd say, man. That'd be my advice. There you go. I, I kind of, it's like one of those things where, um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> a guy was just walking and there was a noise that sounded like he, it's uh, <sighs> a good way to say that. <laughs> like he uh, let out some air, should we say. And, uh, but it was his, it was his little uh, uh, suitcase. And so <laughs> he was doing that thing where like, if you're on a chair and it makes a noise, it sounds like that. You've got to try and make it do the noise again. Otherwise people don't believe you. And he was shuffling his suitcase, but he wasn't doing the noise. He was looking around like, it wasn't me, I swear. Oh, that was great. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so um, there's, a, there's a theory that if anyone asks for advice on a certain thing, the, it's like they already know the answer and they're just looking for confirmation. It goes deeper than that, but that's a theory. And so with that in mind, if that is in any way true, I feel like the answer I have given is not the answer you were looking for, but hopefully it's giving you, given you some things to think about because, yeah, that open mind, like I was talking about before, will be your, your greatest. Uh, that will be your sword and your shield would be your positive mindset. So there you go. Take that with you. Right. I think, you know what? I think we've actually, have we gotten to all that? No. <laughs> no, we haven't. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to get to, right? So, uh, Jenny Reed, 99, right? Uh, a, uh, where are we? No, I've lost me. Yeah, there we go. Ah, I found it. Yeah, we are. Jenny Reed, 99. She's, uh, she had a couple of questions before, and uh, she's fantastic, right? And so she brought it to my attention, right? The, in, uh, in the last one, I said something like, do you want to be that weird old guy in the, in the hostel, right? Now, <laughs> I'll, I'll say what she said first, and then I'll explain myself. <laughs> she says, oi, <laughs> that's a perfect way to start this message. Although I did enjoy the last podcast, not happy about the reference, will I be that weird old bloke, oh, I said bloke, that said, does sound like me, in the hostel trying to talk to the young people. Right, okay, no, I'll explain myself afterwards. As, a 60, uh, as I am 60 and stay in hostels regularly, I'm in one in Laos right now. That's awesome. You need to take that back. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a way of travel for old and young. That's why they're not youth hostels anymore. Uh, that weird old woman, me, loves to travel cheaply and don't feel any older than you lot. I agree 100% with all of that, right? And see, this is where <laughs> I've already explained myself to her, right? but I'm going to explain myself to you guys. Right? So what I meant... I sound like a politician here, but this is true. I would like if, if I actually meant it like that. I would say, yeah, I meant it like that. I was wrong. I apologize. But what I meant was not that weird old bloke in the hostel. Even though that's the word I said, that weird old bloke in the hostel trying to talk to young people. Right? The way that it should have been phrased, right, was that weird old bloke. You know what I'm saying? Not that weird old bloke, that weird old bloke. You know, that, that's the difference. That's, <laughs> that's the difference. Nothing wrong with old blokes in hostels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or all, I don't want to say the words old women, but that may, you know. <laughs> Man, this is not going well, eh? So yeah, nothing wrong with that. Like age is just a number. Like I was talking about before, I feel old, right? 
But age is just a number. But you do sometimes. They don't even have to be old, but you do get the weird, I guess take the word old out, that weird bloke in the hostels. I've talked about this before, I think. It's like, he's there and you don't know why he's there. He sleeps a lot, wakes up, drinks a lot of it. It's like, does he, does he live in this country? Does he live here? Like, you know what I mean? The weird guy. That's what I mean. Not the old guy. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my... Um, you know, I keep on... I keep on walking past... Because I'm walking in circles now. I keep on walking past this bloke, right? And he's got his jacket over his head. I think he's trying to sleep, maybe. But everything I think... The only thing I think when I walk past him is, I don't know how many of you have seen The Fly, not the, uh, the 80s one, the one from 1958 with Vincent Price. And it, maybe it's the same in the 80s one, I haven't seen it. But where he's turned into The Fly, right? Well, kind of. And his wife is coming in because she's like feeding him and that, but he, he covers his head with his jacket. And every time I see this bloke, I'm like, it's The Fly. It's Andre Delon. I, did I, I think I, I referenced that last week, actually. <laughs> I need to watch that film again. Anyway, so I'm just walking past the fly again. Right, so that's, that's my excuse. There you go. <laughs> Believe me or not, I don't mind. But, <laughs> but there you go. Oh, man. Right, let's do one more. Let's do one more. Where are we? So this one is from SJS Armstrong. Okay, here we go. Uh, she, she says, hey, man, hope you're good. I am. Thank you very much. I'm actually feeling a lot more awake now I've done this and walked around for the last hour. Uh, where are we? Just wanted to know if you have any favorites of your past shows or anything you've been particularly proud of or enjoyed recording. Got to download some stuff to binge on in Wi-Fi free rural Uruguay. Keep up the good life. Man, see, I've... In fact, I did that this morning, like where you know you're not going to have Wi-Fi for a bit, maybe on a plane or something like that. And so you're like, well, I need to download everything ever. <laughs> and so the, a good one for that is, um, uh, what's it called? Hardcore History, Dan Carlin. On paper, doesn't sound like a good podcast. In practice, maybe the best. Like, so on paper, it's, uh, it's one bloke talking like this, but it's like his things will be uh, in parts. There'll be maybe four or five parts. Each part is four hours or so. And the topic is history. Doesn't it just sound like on paper like it's not going to work? But in practice, it's probably the best podcast out there. It's absolutely amazing. But that's me recommending other people's stuff. And as for myself, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I did like the first travelogue. It was like uh, lessons learned, Hayden's lessons learned the hard way. That was quite a fun one. Because uh, as you know, all the best stories and anecdotes come from stuff that went wrong. So that's what it was about. I did enjoy that. As for the past stuff, I'd recommend the one with Guy Earnshaw. I think that's in season one, actually. So Guy Earnshaw, that was a really fun episode because he's, oh man, well, you'll hear in the episode, he's just so funny, so cool. So yeah, I'd recommend that one. What else have we got? Going back to the oldies. Any of the unpackings, I like the unpackings because it's like there's, uh, there's myself, there's Cody, there's Nicole, like, everyone's there and it's, yeah, those were so much fun. And they were so fun to do. And yeah, so I'd recommend all those. Maybe just the unpackings, one through five. <laughs> I'd recommend that. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. Have a little look around, you know? See what you like. It depends what you're into, you know? But speaking of Mr. Cody Crab, speaking of him, yesterday he turned from Amir Cody Crab. That's not his, like, that's not his Indian name, Amir Cody Crab. No, 
he, he turned from Cody Crab into Papa Crab. That's right. That's right. There's a little. Oh, what's the what's the term for a young crablet? <laughs> Obviously not crablet. I wish it was though. It's something like. Um, I remember it looks like the word Zoe, the name Zoe, because I was like, dude, you have to call. If it's a girl, call it Zoe, because like, you know what I mean. It's like a young crab, a crablet, right? <laughs> so anyway, he is now a father. Him and Amanda, well, mostly Amanda has given birth. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, if you guys want to congratulate him, which uh, I feel that you should, then uh, what's the best way to get in touch with him? Let's see. Uh, I reckon uh, he has a podcast called Create Loud. Create Loud. So if you head to that, I'm sure he has. An, I'm pretty sure he has an Instagram for it too. So go to Create Loud, the podcast, and uh, congratulate him there. Ah, oh, Mr. Cody Crab, Papa Crab now, Papa Crab. Yeah. So I can't remember what I was talking about, but yeah, there we go. So I need to sit down now. I've been walking for the last hour, <laughs> and that's the end of our questions as well. So next week, I will be. Oh, let me next week. Next week, I'll still be in Warsaw because I'm still staying at this girl's ass and I have to get on a plane to London uh, next Sunday or something. Saturday. There you go. I've got a plane to London and then got on a plane from London. I'm meeting Charlie, my friend there, who, who's coming here today. And then we're going from there to New York, spending the day in New York City. If you're from there, let me know. Let's hang out. And then we're going down to Philadelphia for the podcast conference. That's going to be fun. So yeah, there we go. So next week I'll be in Warsaw again. In fact, tell you what, I might actually get, um, might actually get Marta on, uh, on the show. She's the girl I'm staying with. She travels all of the time. It's, it's great. She's got this apartment in Warsaw and she's like, yeah, I'll just you know, find a cheap flight on Friday, leave on Sunday, you know? <laughs> so uh, I'll see if I can get her on the show. That'd be quite fun. But yeah, if you want to send in a question, then um, it's Instagram at Backpack Digital. There we go. Right. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'm man. I need to sit down. I am. I am not in shape. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so yeah, Starbucks don't want. Nah, I don't want. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> Apologies if there's any wind. I can't hear us as I'm recording it. So I, I'm so bad at signing off. But yeah, I will speak to you guys next week. Have a good one. Let me know what, where you, where you're traveling, what you're doing. Stop talking, hate me. Okie dokie. Right, see you guys next week. Have a good one. This is just a little addendum. Is that the word? I just went into a shop. Found 10 euros in my wallet. Didn't know I had. How good's that? And what music was playing in the shop? Gloria Stefan. Today is going to be a good day. Tell you what. <laughs> you guys have a good one.